What up? Mutant City Horror. Mutant City Horror. Welcome back. For like the third time tonight. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we can't take time off. Because then we just get rusty and we forget to push buttons and record stuff. And then <laughs> you we, we miss out on all the good stuff that we talked about. Like Tom Sizemore. We talked about Ray Liotta. We talked about aging actors, um, really good in-depth, like adult-esque, like, you know, us kind of coming into our older ages and having a better perspective on, like, it was good content that you will, sorry, you'll never hear. You'll it. never hear it. Yeah. <laughs> somebody forgot forever. to push a button. <sighs> you know, you know, technically technical difficulties whatever you know it, it, it could be for the best who knows actually more, for me it was like because i was like well shit i got nothing else to drink and i found a drink there you go in a house where uh a little alcohol actually ever exists i you know, usually have to purchase it for the uh podcast and there you go boom so here we are again another episode of mutant city horror and uh today uh the monsters go go running amok. We're running for that theater, and the marquee now reads "Slugs." It all began in a peaceful community, a place that had never known evil until now. But twenty years ago, in the stillness beneath these waters, something happened. <laughs> And now, its deadly spawn has been released. Coming up from the depths, out into the light. Slugs. First, they got into the water system. Now, they'll get into your system. Oh my god! They ooze. There's something down there that's killing people. They slime. We got a new dead body showing up every 10 minutes. They kill. We're dealing with a mutant form of slug here, a kind that eats meat. It has three or four rows of teeth. Don't turn on the tap. <coughs> Don't go in the basement. No, get out of it! Not Steer clear of the sewers. Don't make out while your parents aren't home. Slugs. It may be the most shocking movie you will ever see. Slugs. You said it was a 1988? 88 film <laughs> i love how we're just like just fucking get in there and do it <laughs> we'll just get straight into it ladies and gentlemen because we're fucking we already fucked it up enough all right so uh this was suggested by my my buddy pg here uh i don't even know how this movie got on my radar to be honest with you i think I saw a movie poster for it on IMDb, maybe. Okay. And then um, I thought it was an interesting concept because, you know, it's it's exactly what you think this movie is. This movie is about killer slugs. 
That's it. Slugs. And that that's an okay. I'll give you the same synopsis I gave you the the first time around that nobody heard because <laughs> it's not very long. This movie is about big, fat, juicy, ugly slugs running around in a town, eating people, and one man's uh, mission to kill them all. And that's it. That's about right. <laughs> that's about right. Uh, it falls under the category of uh, one of those films where you have these creepy crawlies and uh, running around killing people. Um, it does, as I disclosed before, it doesn't follow into the trope of you know there was a time where they they would like enlarge these creatures and shit and like you know make them like giant slugs shit like that. No, this kind of fell in a time where it's like. Uh, Let's take these uh, very boring creatures and make them eat people, and boom, here you got it. Um, it kind of, kind of along the lines of movies like uh, I'm sure you and I can remember, uh, uh, arachnophobia stuff like that, um, where like everyday things you wouldn't think were very aggressive animals. Which makes more creatures. sense because how many people are afraid of spiders? I mean shit, I just showed oh, my brother. I mean the movie the movie's based off of the phobia. Dude, I sent I sent this video that I found on Instagram to my brother today and I showed it to Perla. It's this big fat black what looks like a black widow mm. catching like a garden spider in its web and killing the spider killing the not I'm sorry uh, garden snake um, it caught a snake in its spider web and then ended up killing the snake and you're like dude if I've never been afraid of spiders before like here's a really good reason to be afraid of them now because they're just taking out snakes so my point is oh, shit. with things like arachnophobia like at least people have like you know there's a large population of people who are actually afraid of spiders because they're creeping but like not too many people are afraid of slugs and especially the slugs that we're used to here and not these big fat juicy daddies that they fucking put in this movie, man. These things were fucking gross. Yeah. We had this whole tidbit about that and stuff uh, about like yeah, the unrecognizable slug that we, we normally grew up with and stuff like that. These are thick, fat, gross, fucking slimy fucking creatures and shit. They they are of the uh let's see if I can say this right. Orion Orion adder slugs. They basically look like leeches. Just yeah. fatter, just more meat to them. Yeah. But in this town they fucking eat people. And that's no good. Not at all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we started off by talking about the beginning of the movie, which is this opening scene with these two kids on the lake, right? It's this typical 80s couple, right? Two blonde-haired kids, a guy and a girl, you know, pretty young. They look like they're, you know, just about finishing high school or whatever. And the dude's, like, you know, trying to fish off the boat. He's got his feet in the water. And the girl is, like, bored out of her mind, right? She's, like... I thought we were going to go swimming. This is boring. Let's get in the water. And he's like, no. It was so bad. I'm sorry. I mean, so is everyone else. But, like, still, like, like she's just like, ah, oh, I'm so bored. So you weren't kidding when you said we were going fishing, huh? That's what I said, darn it. But 
This is boring. Let's go swimming or something. It's cold. Besides, we passed a sewer outlet in the way here. Why are we just just doing this? Why can't we just go swimming in this lake? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking in my head, too, by the way, when I'm watching this scene, I'm like, you fucking agreed to go on this goddamn trip. You knew what you got yourself just wanted to catch some fish in the lake and <laughs> shit like that. And when you you tried to take him out to the lake and be like, oh, I'm going to entice him with something else. He's got his mind set. All right. He's going to go fishing. What's with all that? Like, I'm so bored. You knew what you were getting yourself into. Damn, Sorry. Matt. Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> damn that. Fucking needy bitch. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I just thought it was funny because you just you like... This is so stupid. It's like you knew what he was going there right, for. Like. Right, right. <laughs> so I got the same vibe as you, right? As like as soon as the dialogue started, I was like, "Man, this is going to be one of those cheat." Like, it's like I can already. It, it's already you know uh, the caliper of movie that we like, uh, but then the acting was off. And then after a couple minutes, I realized it's not so much the acting; it's the dubbing. The movie is dubbed in English. Um, which is weird because the main character is American and his wife is American and it takes place in America. Um, but it turns out the director, one Jean Picor Simon, Jake is going to have to tell me how to say that, um, is from Spain. And they shot half of this movie in Spain with Spanish actors. So there has to be a dubbing. So I guess for continuity purposes, they were like, I would imagine their their logic was like, well, we can't dub half the movie where it's going to sound weird and then have the other half native English where it's, it's going to contrast with the dubbing. So let's just have them dub the whole, let's just dub the whole thing. And as they did. Oh yeah. My God, dude, it was so fucking annoying. And then it goes, it falls right into the old, the old, uh, as I mentioned before, like the old Italian movie kind of thing, you know, like where it's like, you think you're watching a movie that's based here, but it's really not. Or no, it, it is based here, but it's not shot there. Um, uh, kind of throw back to like, you know, Argento films, Lucio Fulci films, stuff like that, you know. Yeah, and there's a bunch of those movies on my growing list of things we need to oh, watch. Oh, man, we're going to hit those like a motherfucker. It is going to be a fucking, it's going to be a shit show. <laughs> in all the good ways, in all the best ways. In all the best ways possible. <laughs> okay, so this couple's, uh, you know, they're in the lake. Homegirl's like stripping in the boat, right? In typical American fashion. And the dude's like, I don't want to get in the water because it's cold. And then there's like something slimy in there. And then all of a sudden he gets sucked into the water by his feet. <laughs> there's something slimy in here. Oh, quit it. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop complaining. Man, you stop really didn't like that. that scene. Oh, please. They don't dump the sewers in this lake. They get the water from well, it. Hey, there's something slimy down there. I don't like it. Oh, you're trying to scare me. Hey! I, I just 
dude, no, no, I loved it, but for all the wrong reasons. It was just like, dude, ah, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, well, come on, it's the '80s. We already know what to expect, like in these really bad movies. Yeah. But it's just so funny, like how terribly acted this freaking scene was. I yeah. mean, in comparison to the rest of the film, yeah, yeah. But, uh, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, and then what makes it worse is like the ridiculousness of what happens next, right? So the dude gets pulled in the water, and like she's like, "Stop it! Stop she's it!" She's yelling at him around. and telling yeah. and giving him direction with him under the water. It's like, bitch, do you not know how water works? He can't hear you down there, you know. Well, she is she is a blonde, so <laughs> I mean that, that falls in with that trope. I'm sorry, ladies, not all blondes are dumb. I'm just saying it kind of fell in that time frame and shit where everyone thought they were dumb. So I think that's what they were kind of going for, like the ditzy blonde kind of shit, you know? I think you're giving it too much credit. Yeah, maybe you're right. But here's the best part of that whole scene. After a couple seconds, we see like a fountain of blood. It's not like a fountain where it's shooting up into the air, but like it's bubbling up. It's like it's like gushing up. It's all this blood like boiling to the top. And so at first you're like, oh man, he got fucking killed real bad down there. I wonder what killed him. But then part of me was like, what would kill him? Like he would have to explode for the blood to come up that way. Like what, what would do that to him to make the blood rush up to the top and bubble up like that? Which is funny because it's not the only scene in this movie where that happens. True, but I mean, if I were to put it in any kind of realism, eh, uh, you know, a pond of piranhas, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, if I were to compare it with anything, that's what it seemed like. It almost seemed like you know, a bunch of like piranhas or something like that might have been in there, and it's uh, it, it's not even. I don't. It's not the ocean. It's like a lake. Um, uh, yeah, the guy feels something, gets pulled in, uh, just gets eaten up and shit, and she's. She's still kind of like, eh, quit fooling around, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Until yeah. she sees the blood and then she's like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know the guy's name, but she's just I like, don't think they, I don't even think they shared names uh, in that scene. But yeah, so, so Homeboy's dead, cuts, you know, fades to black, the credit starts to roll. We get the. Wait, wait, did anything happen to her? I, nah, I actually don't uh-uh. remember. No, it was just him. She's just standing there freaking out, and then like, it fades into black, and then the. Um, We're just gonna assume she was so dumb she couldn't put her, put her, she couldn't row her way back to the shoreline, she just so she probably died, died on the too. boat. Yeah, she died on the boat. <laughs> Starvation, everything. <laughs> Malnutrition. <laughs> yeah, like you said, fades to black. It goes into the credits and stuff. And well, the uh, the wh- title of the movie appears on the screen, right? But it appears in a way where like. I think it was meant to look like a line of sludge from a snail, like a snail trail. Yeah, it isn't writing like out the word slugs, mm-hmm. and then it says it says slugs, and then next to it it says the movie, and I was like, is this like a spaceballs thing where it's like, you know, spaceballs the flamethrower, spaceballs space the movie, <laughs> the spaceballs the lunchbox, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, to to your credit from earlier, it's the movie. It's titled, you know, Slugs, the movie, because mm. this story is based on a book of the same name. 
can't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Well, I think I want to say that at that point I had actually paused it and it's like, you gotta be shitting me, right? I, I, you know, I went and I fucking, uh, I referenced it and I was just like, oh my God, there is a fucking book. There really is. I cannot fathom taking on average. Okay. Let's say you're reading a book. Okay. I don't know how everyone else is with books. I know there's some heavy, hardcore readers, but let's just say a week of your life into reading a book. You know, uh, let me give it a, a legitimate kind of average and stuff. You're telling me that a week-long read of something about man-eating slugs is that interesting? I... I I really I really wanted to reference the book a lot for this episode because I was like, there's got to be something that was captivating enough for them to base a movie off of it. Well, I mean, Stephen King wrote a book about a killer car. Yeah, and it so, ended up being one of the greatest fucking John Carpenter movies of all fucking time. Hmm. Um, uh, not to show us too far away from uh, Slugs themselves, but I will get into this for a little bit because I am a huge fan. I love fucking Christine. I, I love the movie Christine. I don't fuck Christine. <laughs> but she has a hot fucking car, so who knows? <laughs> uh, no, um, it, there, there's very legitimate differences between the Stephen King novel versus the movie. I, I just wanted to clarify that the uh the the book version of that was actually like a ghost um possessing the car itself whereas the movie in uh, is like the car itself is a possession of its own uh that's that's the only difference i i want to say it was like uh the the ghost of some owner of the car that took over the car for the book where is whereas the um the movie uh version was actually the car that falls in love with whoever fucking you know can love her you know mm -hmm. so uh i I actually find Christine a very interesting fucking movie in, in a lot of ways. And yes, it's John Carpenter. And I actually compare Christine a lot to Michael Myers um, being the, 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 the unfaced uh, villain because Michael Myers, as we know, his, his, his face does not get exposed that much and everyone wants to see what his face looks like it's not about what his face looks like you are you are actually seeing the face the the mask is the face it's not important who he is underneath um and i think that's what christine is if you think about it because every time christine had made her kills in the movie if you notice, and only like, like very few people have noticed this, I've seen people do reviews on it. They totally didn't. There's been a couple, and I'm going to say this my boy Minty from Minty Comedic Arts on YouTube. Please look him up. He likes these kind of movies. He, dude, everything that we've ever watched and reviewed, he goes for it. And uh, he actually saw some of the same things that I saw, which was uh, anytime Christine had made a kill when it came down to like the night times and she's hunting somebody down, there's one thing that you'll notice about it is that there's blacked out windows completely. You don't see the driver and you can chop it up to 
uh, well, this was a stunt action. They didn't want you to see the driver actually driving her around, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think that. I, I think that what the reason why they were masking who was behind the window is because they wanted you to think, is it her or is it Arnie behind the wheel? Hmm. Which kind of leaves an open-ended question. And I just, I like the way John Carpenter approached that very similar thing. I don't think Stephen King was a huge fan of the movie itself. Stephen King almost hates every movie adaptation <laughs> of of his books and stuff. True that. And quite frankly, you are the godfather of this creation. So you do have a legitimate reason to not like it. But I think Christine is actually a very good representation of your book. And it brought a, a new meaning to the term. I didn't want to stray too far from slugs, but I just wanted to bring that out there and stuff like that. So, yeah. I mean, Damn, way to press my bubble on my uh, comparison. <laughs> I'm sorry to say it, man. But, you know, I had to look into that because, uh, again, I'm a huge fan of the movie Christine uh, versus the book. I love you, Stephen King. I really do. I thought the movie was a better pick. There you I go. Mean, it's John Carpenter. Well, then and, back to my point then, right? So the movie of Slugs was probably a better adaptation than the book. Granted, we haven't read the book, but like, to your point, who would want to spend a week reading a book about killer slugs? Well, here's the thing. Then you have a movie like Jaws, right? Jaws came out. Jaws blew out the box office like a motherfucker. Uh Great fucking director, Steven Spielberg at the helm and shit like that. Also based off a novel. I forgot the guy's name. Forgive me. You who wrote this novel. Um, and it was a very clear and representative adaptation of the book itself. Uh, there was more to the book. Like uh, I want to say Matt Hooper was banging Brody's wife. Which is a very, it's a very bold move for a guy to fucking bang like the chief of police's wife. <laughs> How are you not expecting to get shot? <laughs> um, and so it, uh, in in the book version, uh, Matt Hooper was actually killed by the shark uh, while he was in the uh, diving cage and stuff like that, which actually represented a justifiable death. Um, they didn't put any of those motions into the movie. They didn't put the, uh, uh, the infidelity or anything like that into it. Therefore, Matt Cooper, uh, Matt Hooper's, um, uh, role in the movie was, uh, was not thrown away, was not killed off and stuff like that because he, he was, uh, for a lot of fans, a very extremely likable character. So they didn't want to see it kind of go in that direction and stuff. Not to mention all the develop de developmental hell that they got went through making Jaws in the first place. But the guy who made Jaws, he had the right idea. Uh, Steven Spielberg knew he had the right idea, and he had to shoot a movie, so he shot this movie. The one thing that the guy who wrote the book um, had uh, wished he had never done was present that version of a shark to people because I guess it, it started a lot of 
uh, a lot of people going out and killing great white sharks. Mm. When in the re- when in the reality is actually the true story that it's based off of. They were bull sharks, and it was like the n- early 1900s that went from the ocean to pond areas that end up killing two or three boys or something like that. So uh, there is a true story behind it, guys. If you didn't know, the Jaws is based off a true story, and uh, there's two elements: just that, and the the, uh, the Quint Quint's um, depiction of the uh, the Indianapolis that went down. Um, that was a real thing too, and those were white tip sharks that killed the crew of the uh, the Indianapolis. Sorry. There you go. So let's move on. I'm sorry. So yeah, based off a novel, I can't imagine that this movie, or I'm sorry, that this novel would be any much better than the movie itself. But who knows? You know, Not me. They, <laughs> they made a movie of it. I, I, I. Just, okay. I mean, come on. They're killer slugs, bro. Like it's. <sighs> so, so here's what happens, right? So we, um, get, we get into the movie. And we meet our kind of main characters, right? Um, we are met by, uh, it's like a like a dinner scene in a restaurant, like typical '80s fashion. Everyone's all suited up. We meet Mike and Kim Brady, um, which you know the main character. He's played by an actor named Michael Garfield, who um, the only other thing I could recognize him in is he was one of the rogues in warriors, but I don't remember what they all look like. I'll I'll tell you right now. That's pretty damn good, dude. That is pretty damn good because he looks like every white man. I've (laughs) You still fucking, you still nailed it. Good job. I only know because I looked it up. I, okay. So yeah, I I did not recognize him for shit. I don't recognize any goddamn person. That's what I was saying. Like, Okay, he was he was one of the rogues in mm-hmm. in Warriors, but then like which one? Because like they all kind of look the same to me, so uh, it didn't really matter. And he doesn't Ten have a name. It's thousand just... soldiers. <laughs> he's just listed as rogue. So like, okay, he's just one yeah. of the gang. Yeah. Um, and then we also meet um, what was the other couple's name with like um, I don't know, but I remember stuffy. the wife. She. I, I liked her. She has a very distinct uh, voice. What about you, Mike? Want a boogie? <laughs> no thanks, Maureen. I'm not much of a dancer. That's for sure. Terrific. Another fun-filled night in Ashton. <laughs> the armpit of America and center of boredom for the entire planet Earth. Right, honey? Like, like the deep female voice. Like the, like... I'm gonna fuck you up, kind of shit. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could remember her name. Um, Palmer. I think it was uh, Maria. No, wasn't no shit. I don't remember. But not way. not Maria. You were gonna say Maria, but Maria was his other friend's wife. Yeah. You were about to say that. Maureen. Uh, I think it was Maureen. Maureen. Yes. Maureen yes. Watson. Uh, Played by yeah, Alicia, shot the- Alicia Moro, 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 M-O-R-O, Moro, Moro. Okay, and I will give this to you, Alicia. Great acting potential, especially based off of the the rest of the people in this film. 
you were the more believable character, I'd say. And and, and so was the main guy, the the, the guy uh, Mike. So really I don't got into character. I don't know her from anything else, but she's in two movies. One that's was definitely on my list. Another one that I just added. So she's in a movie called Edge of the Axe, which I believe is on um, Shutter that I've been meaning to check out just because, I don't know, it looks like a slasher, like it might be fun. But then she's also in this other movie where her character name is Trash called The Exterminators of the Year 3000. Now, God damn, I've never heard of I've that I've never shit. heard that of it either, already <laughs> but it sounds like something I need to watch. Yeah, that's I was a pretty say, dope sounds like so. You know what? Let's make it for the. Let's just not watch it and just make it for this podcast. <laughs> Is it like a horror it. film? No, I think it's more like a sci-fi film. Well, it's an know, action okay. sci-fi film. Here, I'll, 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 re- I'll read you the synopsis. In the year three thousand, <laughs> it sounds like Deltron thirty thirty already. In the year 3000, the Earth has been rendered a desert by nuclear war. A group of survivors goes in search of rare and valuable water, but standing in their way are the evil exterminators who only live to cause pain and misery. Almost kind of sounds like um, that other one we watched with Linda Quigley. I'm going to just go out on a limb. It already sounds better. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, okay. So, so we're in this restaurant. We meet this group, right? right? Mike uh, Brady, which too close to the Brady bunch because the dad's name and Brady Mike bunch Brady, was Mike right? Brady. Yeah. So, like, I don't know like, if that's just like a, I don't know if that's just a. Hey, I'm from Spain, and I know Americans love the Brady bunch, so I'm just going to name him Mike Brady and see if I can't grow some popularity in this movie. It was too much on the nose, but whatever. So they're having dinner with friends. They go home and like um, nothing really is happening, right? We- oh, no, no, no. Before they leave, before they leave the restaurant, he meets up with his best friend. I don't know his name. Uh, I think uh, Don. Don Palmer. Don. Because Maria's right. his wife. Don, Don and Maria. Yeah. Um, and and I, I had to cut my buddy PG off here about that because he actually does play a role in this film too. So True. we want to make sure to introduce him in his proper moment. Uh, they were, they were at the restaurant, uh, Mike and, uh, you know, some other guy, they were doing business, David blah, 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 and yep. he's about to leave. Um, he runs into Don. Mike. Hey Don, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? You Good. guys aren't leaving, are you? Yeah. I've got an early appointment. First thing in the morning. Oh, uh, Don, this is my wife, Kim. Kim, Don. Hi. How do you do, Kim? Nice to meet and you. And this is my wife, Maria. Hello. Hi, Hi. Maria. Nice Hello. to see you. Uh, Don's our county sanitation supervisor. Aha. Uh-huh. Which is just a college-educated way of saying that I crawl around in sewers and that I get paid about a quarter of what I made as a plumber. <laughs> <laughs> Good to meet you. Uh, funny, but you don't look anything like a wicked beach of the north to me. What? I'm Rick and Danny's mother. Oh, oh, oh. They're in my junior and senior classes. They don't like my homework. And Don's like, hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, all right, you know, know, it's getting late. We got to go. And Don's all like, hey, how about I buy you a drink? I owe you one. You sure I can't buy you a drink? I'm sure I owe you one by now. Uh, No, no, thanks. We'll see you all later. (laughs) Good night. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Bye-bye. Now, I'm going to say this, Paul. When I thought about this movie, I was like, 
wonder why he owes him that drink. I don't know why. Maybe it's just a friendly gesture, but I feel like there's a reason behind that, but they just never disclosed. But they're close friends. Don and Mike are, are close friends. And, uh, you know, it was just kind of a way to introduce the character before they're about to leave home for the night. Yeah, So true, go on. True. Okay. Go on. So it shows them at home. They're all settling down. Cut to the next day. Um, Mike goes to work. They make reference of his wife being a teacher. She has to go teach or whatever. And it turns out he is like a safety inspector and he meets up with the sheriff to go evict some old man out of his house. Yeah. And not to, to dig too much of a tangent into this and shit, but like the lifestyle of a, of a health inspector or anything, is it really like this? It's almost like a a paid detective or a, gun for hire kind of shit. I, I didn't I didn't I mean the they were going to do an eviction so I was like what does the health inspector have to do with an eviction but like I guess well, when you look sense. at the, the mean, way the old man was living he was living in squalor you know what I mean like he was it was gross I feel and like dirty those people would be called up to something like that yeah for for uh, home improvements or you, you know whatever might be infest like festering within the the, the location right I I think um I'm glad you brought out your notes because I actually I remember I did write notes on this shit. Oh, good. <laughs> what? You did your homework? My <laughs> God. <laughs> um, yeah, there was some talk at the police station before they show up at the old man's house um, about snails, but really kind of nothing so far yet. Slugs. Yeah. Get it right. And then I'm just just kidding. They they cut to them going to the house to to evict the old man. Um, Hold on, this is with the sheriff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let us introduce the town sheriff, and uh, the guy already comes out like an asshole. And this is part of where my notes are. This I'm glad you brought out your notes because one of the first things I wanted to say was something that the sheriff had told the health inspector, Mike Brady, not to be confused with the Brady Bunch, Mike Brady. He says, oh, yeah, he, he gives Mike, he, I'm sorry, he gives Mike crap about being two minutes late. I said eight o'clock. It's 8.02. I got, I got a real busy schedule. Like, uh, come on. It's two fucking minutes. Okay, 10. All right. All right. Now you're just wasting my time. No, no. It's 30 minutes. You. You're wasting my time. <laughs> 10. All right. You're running a little bit late. All right. Yeah. Take a shit. I get it. Blah, blah, blah. Two minutes? Now you're just being a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I got much more important things to do here. <laughs> God damn it. So he takes Mike out. You know, he's driving him over to the, the residence. And uh, he also, um, you know, Mike's about to smoke a cigarette in the car. I thought this was funny. And he, he lights it up. And he's like, you mind if I smoke in here? And he's like. After you already yeah. lit it? Yeah, after he lit it, he's all like, the sheriff's like, no, no, fucking, <laughs> you 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 want to fuck up your lungs? That's that, that's that's on you and shit. Don't fuck with mine. Yeah, put it out. And he fucking throws it out the window, and he's all, oh, now that's a five hundred dollar five hundred dollar fine for littering. Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's also coming from the guy who was yelling at him for being two two minutes late. So, go and then figure. he puts in like a tic tac or something, and Mike goes, you know what kind of shit they found in your fucking candy there and shit, like rat shit and. <laughs> Something else, and he spits it out, and he's like, oh, Sheriff, it's a $500 fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. 
Hey, I did my homework, man. I paid attention. <laughs> so that they, was funny. they pull up on the old man's house. They break in, and mm. what do they find? They find a dog on the porch. And it's like little Benji. If you guys know who Benji is. Oh my god, throwback. Uh and then they they uh they they walk in. It's one of those it's a horror movie, so you know they take it step by step, second by second. He's like, Hello, hello, hello. They 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 find the uh the resident of the house uh dead, right? Yeah, but not just dead, like Face chewed off, like fucked up. He looked like Red Skull from uh, uh, Captain America. Like it was bad. All right, this movie's a gross out, not because of the fucking the the gore, as we we actually introduced before. Uh, it's just gross because all these slugs and it's very slimy, and it's just kind of funny because it's like they're slugs. They don't act any differently than any normal slug would, but there's blood involved, and <laughs> it's just like what the fuck. So, like you said, um, the the body the body's all bloody and shit like that. Um, and as we brought up earlier, um, before we started recording, uh, the 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 violence in this, the gore, uh, was actually very pristine. It was very on point. I, I I will I will give this movie a lot of credit for that. So the gore scenes like this, when they find bodies and stuff like that, they're very fucked up. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Again, that's what that's kind of what attracted time. me to the movie. I was hoping it would be more of that, um, but there it was wasn't. quite a bit. There, there was, was there quite was a, a bit. bit, but like it wasn't enough to like satisfy my appetite, if you will. But from so what like, I saw, so the next movie's got to be like Hellraiser. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but like, I don't know. I just got a different impression from the trailer, which, you know, that's usually the case. But I was going to say we always. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Hashtag Woman King. <laughs> greatest movie ever. <laughs> I mean, that's a joke. Please don't take me. In. So um, they're they're walking around the house. They're trying to figure out what happened to this guy. And we're seeing how filthy he lived. The basement's like full of trash. And then Mike's walking around and he sees all these like slime trails that kind of on the floor that go around the corner. But like he didn't say anything about it. Right. And he's just it's just a it's just an observation that he makes Um, doesn't report it to anybody. Just kind of keeps it to himself that it was all weird or whatever. Um, But it leads to um, I think that's the the trail leads to the basement door. He opens the door and he sees all the trash down there. And um, is that where they found the body? No, I think it. Hold on, I got the movie playing. No, he walked back. Either way, dude's dead. Um, the resident of the house that they're going to inspect is dead. Right. Uh, he's been become. He he was. Uh, not the first victim, but the first local victim of the uh, slug infestation, the mutant slug infestation. So um, they cut to a scene where Mike meets up with his homie Don, right? They yeah, meet on the side of the road. And they, Don again, yeah. They pull up on this house to this lady, this older lady. Who's oh, just- and, and just for context for you guys, uh, Don is... Uh, he is not a health inspector, but he is the uh the local sewer guy. Uh, yeah, the he's sanitation. The yeah, sanitation. 
Yeah. He's a sanitation guy. So between him and Mike, you know, they're they're like best buds. Like I'm not saying that they dock together or anything like that. You know? <laughs> Gross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but they're they're good friends. So do like, you remember Paul here? We don't uh, know. Hold on, calm down. <laughs> Tr- yes, we are good friends who don't dock. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for making that <laughs> clarification. Do you remember why they rolled up on this lady's house? Um. Well, she was. You said it had something to do with an eviction, right? Uh, well, no. The old man. The old man died. They 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 went to the old man's house and they were going to kick uh-huh. him out because they were evicting him. But they went up to this other lady's house. She was the one holding the dog, and she was like, uh, I forgot the context, but she was yelling at them and was like. Uh, I'm not on welfare. I pay my taxes. Um, and then I think they were going to do some some work there. Fuck, man. Hold on. Let me see. No, man. Uh, why don't you just give me your address? Go to the goddamn sewers, my business. Go to the, the, call the sanitation department. Okay. So he's back in his office. So Mike is back in his office. He's getting a call from some lady who's complaining about her sewers or her pipes because they're not working correctly, right? It's kind of laying the foundation of the fact that there are slugs in the pipes. So he goes out there. He's like, you know, it's probably better if sanitation goes out there. But she, the lady insists. So he calls up Dawn. They meet up at the house. And then they go to talk to her. And that's where she starts getting all crazy with them. Don't tell me she called the health department, too. You got it. Well, come on. I'll show you how to do this. Great. Give me a piece of cake. Oh, yeah. Hi, ma'am. You two took your sweet time getting here. Hi, I'm Mike Brady. I'd I like... don't care who you are. I want something done about that smell. I'm not on welfare. I pay my taxes. Whoa, do you suppose maybe we could start at the beginning? We can start anywhere you want, young man, as long as we end up getting results. And I named her Karen because she came out she and talked about she's Karen on welfare. Did you hear about it? It was awful. Whatever got him ate his eyes right out of his head. For what used to be his head. His face was all bloody and for God's sakes. That's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. So Don goes down in the pipe. So what's going on? Like nothing really happens from there. You'd be surprised at the similarities. You know, there's more methane down there than there is on some of the planets. That's why you got on a cute mask, huh? That's one of the reasons. This is like way pre-internet. Like, how the fuck did they all know that this old man? You know, man Mike, died I got another and, like, suit back in the truck. Seen anybody talk to anybody else there? But you know, it it it's logic, and logic does not belong in these movies. So I no, quickly wrote it, it off. You know what? You are missing an element there. Small towns. I lived in. Ah, uh, that, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, small towns. I lived in one. I remember opening my mouth at some point, and uh, probably shouldn't have. It was within like a few days everyone heard about it. So I was like, oh, it's not very far-fetched. Let's just say. Oh, you know what? I forgot to mention too, when uh, Don was down in the pipes, he was digging around in one big one and like he was trying to pull some sludge out of a pipe and then something brought his arm into it, right? And that's where he freaked out and he came back upstairs. So my bad. Yeah, there was actually some stuff that happened down in the sewers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Don's kind of a funny guy, too. Like, I remember when he was about to go into the sewer, Mike was all like, ah, what do you need all that gear on for and shit? You almost look like an astronaut. And he goes, 
not very far you know there's more methane gas on a lot of extra planets other than our own blah 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 you know like because yeah. he's uh he's got uh especially uh yeah he's like a breathing apparatus he's got all kinds of shit to uh to protect him against methane gas right and stuff, so right you know, I just not important shit that you guys need really need to know about. Uh, there's just like little tidbits I like to grab you know, along the way and stuff like that. This movie did have a lot of those. So, so it cuts to um, Kim's high school class. She's teaching her class, and she's you know talking with her students. And we meet. I don't know what the student's name is, but she's kind of a bitch in this class. And uh, she's the one who's like chewing her gum and kind of talking shit. This is where we start figuring out, well, not figuring out, but like we find out that they nicknamed her the, do you remember the nickname for the teacher? No, you're going to have to get me on this one. The Wicked Bitch of the North. That's right. She did say that. Which is super weird because like she's the nicest lady and probably the coolest teacher. So like (laughs) that goes to show that teen angst, guys. But they start to introduce they start to introduce some of the teenagers here, um, and they show them at like a at a restaurant. They're kind of chilling, um, you know, having food or whatever. And like she's like, like making out with her boyfriend, but like sloppy makeout session, dude. It's gross, man. It's like overkill. Like you thought the slugs were bad. (laughs) Now here's one thing I noticed by the time we got to this scene in the diner, and. Now that, you know, when I realized it and I went back and thought about the rest of the movie. Did you ever notice that, like, every single person in this movie is pissed off all of the time? Are we talking about the adults or the teenagers? Everybody. Everybody's got attitude the entire time. Well, you're right, because the sheriff has always got something up his ass. All of them. Just, I, oh, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Because Maureen, the woman I, I, I was talking about earlier, um, she seems to have kind of like that, like, I'm tired of my husband kind of vibe and shit. Like, I just want to fuck everyone else type shit. Yeah. Um, you're right. Yeah. Everyone seems on edge. Yeah. So the kids are talking about throwing a party later, hanging out, and just typical teen shit. And then they cut to... um. They cut to this greenhouse with this older couple who are just kind of in there working on shit, you know, doing their greenhouse stuff. And right. um, they walk away. And when they walk away, we see these slugs kind of coming out now. Right. And one of the slugs makes its way into the glove of the farmer greenhouse man gardener yeah yeah gardener Um, okay there you go gardener just just your local neighbor that just likes gardening he's got a greenhouse attached to his house which is actually i guess back in those days not so far-fetched but now if you were to see something like that it's probably like the fuck is he doing in there yeah probably drugs he's doing drugs he's 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 manufacturing drugs in there. But no, <laughs> this is just like some regular dude that, that took the the uh, the latter side of his life and decided to go do botany or like you know sure. gardening shit. Um, and he's got that very fucking annoying wife that's just in there bitching at him about again. This and that. Everyone's all pissed off all the time. Yeah, just as you said, yeah. And he's just like, oh damn it, whatever, blah blah blah. Um, the guy seems to be just. You know, doing his own thing. And as you said, he puts on a glove and all of a sudden everything's over. 
Right. Well, yeah. So he puts it on, right? And then like a couple seconds after he puts it on, he, you know, he realizes he's in pain. Um, and he starts like, he can't take the glove off for whatever reason. It's like the slug's got a hold of the glove and his hand. And he's like beating his hand on the table. And he's trying to get it. And like, he's just in pain, screaming out. And he looks over and he sees these cheers on, you know, on the wall or whatever. And he goes to grab those to cut the glove off. And while he's trying to do that, um, he ends up like knocking over this shelf of all these plants that knock him over. So now he's at the bottom um, with this shelf laying on top of him and all these like pots of plants all broken on him and shit. Um, and he's yelling for his wife, right? Because he's hurt now and he can't, he's falling and he can't get up. <laughs> I'm falling and I can't get up. Yeah. <laughs> but his wife yeah. is playing music in the house. She can't hear him until she's vacuuming. She's doing all the fucking indoor shit. Yeah, you know? and he's still trying to get this stupid glove off of his hand. She finally, um, so so he he's still trying to get it off, right? So what ends up happening is, um, do you remember? Do you remember how he's like, how he gets the glove off of his hand? Yeah, well, didn't he try cutting it off with the shears? No, well, that's how he tried, and then he fell over. You know, the shelf fell over. And I thought at that moment he like cut his hand or something. He like, found an axe on the floor. He found a hatchet. Oh yeah, yeah, he found well, a hatchet. Okay, yeah, and uh, all right, and that's another thing I had to think about. I'm like, how quickly did he make that decision? Like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm just gonna cut off my hand. Uh, I don't know. This whole scene is like two minutes. <laughs> okay, all right, and now if it was nowadays, okay. It makes more sense because, you know, you got fucking, you got all kinds of, um, uh, God, what's the word um, for uh, replacing limbs and shit? What's prosthetics? Yeah, you got all kinds of prosthetics and stuff like that nowadays. So maybe more likely nowadays, but back then, this guy's first urge is like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to cut my hand off. This well, ain't fucking Evil Dead, dude. He was trying to, you know, he was trying to get it <laughs> off. I guess it hurt that bad that he was like, I'd rather cut my hand off than endure the pain of this bug biting my fingers. And so he does that, right? And so he's screaming so loud that his wife finally hears him. She runs out. She's seeing what's happening. They're showing us the whole time where he's like cutting his, his it's like in his forearm that he's cutting it off. And like, again, the special effects are pretty dope. You know, we get to see all the blood and the guts coming they, out or whatever. They don't slack off in the gore factor. Yeah, hundred percent. But this is where this is where they turn it up to eleven, right? Because what what we haven't mentioned yet is that the, he had dropped like a bottle of like acid or something, and it was eating away at this electrical cord. And at the moment where the wife is there trying to help the husband, the the electrical cord hits a spark. The spark hits the gas tank and fucking the whole place lights up and you have this like Arnold Schwarzenegger fucking expendables like explosion of this gra- of this greenhouse. Um, and then Dude, I'm just- I was going to say that, by the way, the explosions in this movie, in this movie right here. They were epic. Well, I mean, think about the, the opening scene where the dude uh, got pulled into the water in the lake and then like all that blood comes rushing up like they... They went hardcore with everything uh, in this movie. But I thought to myself, really? Slugs just caused this whole fucking house to blow up in this way? <laughs> hey, man, you, you think that, but then it takes you back to times of like critters and gremlins and shit like that. Yeah, think that's of true. 
all the big things that those little motherfuckers were doing. True, true. <laughs> so, uh, un- unbeknownst to him, we cut back to Mike, who is back at his house to meet up with his wife. She's doing some gardening. He's looking in the garden and he sees these same fucking the trails that he saw at the old man's house and he's looking in the garden and this is where they see these big ass black fucking slugs and she's like oh i don't know i I didn't see him there and this is where he goes in to like to look at one and it ends up biting his finger like it's chomping at him so they biting at his finger i remember that too because his hand was closed and you see the little mouth like "Ah." yeah (laughs) (laughs) So so they 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 get one right. They scoop it up with a shovel. They put it in a little like mason jar or whatever. And this is where she's like, "Hey, I, you know, there's a scientist or whatever at but at the school. He'll probably know what it uh, is. So let's go over there." Also reminiscent. I hate to keep bringing this up, but also reminiscent of the movie Gremlins and shit. You know, you don't go to like the local science department. You actually go to the high school teacher. The teacher that knows science and shit. Science. Yeah. So they're there. He's showing it to them. And he's like, oh, you know, wow. He's like, ooh, wow, what is this? It's a typical nerd, right? Um, He's tripping out. He wants to keep it for observation. Um, Do you remember his name or do we just call him the scientist? I just call him the scientist, man. John? Kim, Mike, what are you two doing here? I'm sorry to bother you, John, but, um... John, I want to ask you some questions about these. What's this? What is that stuff, anyway? It's like mucus, you see. Only the slugs use it as an irritant for its natural predators. It is also the way the buggers get around. I think uh, for a couple of these, uh, you know, main actors, it's good to point them out, stuff that they've been in, but, like, at a certain point, it's just... It's their character name. Oh, yeah, yeah. His 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 relevance is unimportant. He's yeah. just uh, he's your typical thirty year old guy who lost all his hair for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So um, from there, we're kind of cutting back and forth um, this whole time with a scene of um, the drunk friend. What was her name? The girl that we were talking about earlier. The Mar- Marcella Marshes. Mar- what's her name? Marsha? Maureen? Maureen. Yeah. She's at home. Mm-hmm. She had a drink. She fell asleep on the couch. Her husband came home. They had this weird makeout session in the kitchen. It was really awkward. And then, like, I don't know. They're talking about um, just kind of going out or whatever. But, like, nothing's really happening there. And then we cut to this other house where we see this older couple leave. And we're like, who the fuck are these people? And then they get in their car and they leave. And then it turns out this is the parents' house of that bitchy girl that was in the high school class um making out with her boyfriend in the cafe her parents left for the night so what the fuck does she do she calls him over hell yeah she does yep Mm -hmm. she calls the parents over uh or not the parents leave she calls the boyfriend over um they start making out in the den where the the dad's got like a kick-ass like little bar down there dude it's a pretty dope dude, bar. The guy's drinking like a fucking champ. Like, tell me you didn't notice that. Like, I was like, dude, this guy's supposed to be in school and shit like that. He's all like, oh, fuck that. I'd rather have my fucking, like, it ain't no Jose Cuervo. It ain't no, no fucking Bacardi. It's no fucking hypnotic, dude. He's going straight for like the Jack Daniels and shit. Like, 
old pops is going for. You know what I mean? Well, it's funny because so he's making out with her, right? She's like she's like straddling him, and he puts her up on the bar, and she's wearing like um like a little like lacy skirt, like a lingerie skirt, and then she's just wearing a bra. And she then she's did got it this, up, like, man. She did the whole cosplay red thing. robe, up, like satin go. robe. And she's like, you know, it's all open or like, there's no nudity, but like, it's all open or whatever. And uh, like, don't tell them that. And they're not going to watch the movie. dude. <laughs> well, not in this scene. There's not. nudity in this <laughs> There scene. we go. Look, even if there's no nudity, uh, I will say this. The women on this, this movie that were, that were portrayed in a sexual way are very stacked. So you yeah. won't be disappointed. <laughs> so he's going to lay her down on the bar. And then he notices like the actual bar where all the bottles are. And he's like, Oh, hold on. What's your dad got going on over here? Jesus. What a stash. And what does he fucking go for? Of all the bottles that are on that whole bar, there's a top shelf, there's a bottom shelf, there's lit, is lit up with. Bo- he grabs the Jack Daniels. Captain Jack. Hello, Captain. You want some? No, I don't. Bobby, don't drink. Relax. I just want a little bit. I wonder what your old man would say if he knew about us. <laughs> He'd probably have a cow. Yeah, pink spots. You sure you don't want one? my kind of guy typical american whiskey and he starts drinking and instead of you know hooking up with his girlfriend he'd rather just have a drink and she's warning him like you know don't drink too much you know you know what happens depending when on the situation still my kind of guy yeah <laughs> so you know they get back to making out or whatever um and the doctor's still work you know they cut back to the doctor the scientist he's working on um you know the the slug um he's got like a little hamster cage right next to him he's still working cut back to the house and this is where the nudity comes in so the boyfriend and the girlfriend are actually doing it and it was so funny because like he was like i don't know four pumps in and then he had to stop and she was like what's happening and he 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 reaches for oh dude this is a podcast about horror movies what, what the fuck are you getting four pumps what the fuck man <laughs> where 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 I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just going, dude. You can do whatever you fucking do. Tells you what to <laughs> Fuck this Skinamax shit. I thought All it right. was hilarious that they cut from the from the scientist at the school, and the very next cutscene is the the couple having sex on the bed. But all you see is the top shot. It's like missionary position. So it's just this dude's ass that's like right in front of your face. Hey man, there's no doggy style back then, man. That was, that's that's taboo. All right, it's so not anymore. But it like, was back then. So he stops because he's like crying because he can't perform, and he reaches for the bottle. He's like, "I just need to recharge my batteries, man." Nah, he's, you got a drunk dick, bud. That's <laughs> exactly that's exactly what I just need to recharge my batteries. What are you doing? 
<laughs> God damn it. I just said I need a fucking rest. But as this is happening, you know, they get into an argument. Again, everyone's pissed off in this movie. Um, but what they didn't realize this whole time is that the entire floor of the bedroom is covered in these big, gross, fucking nasty ass slugs. And I don't mean that like there's a couple of them. I mean like the floor is fucking black and you can't it see is, shit under. It is carpeted by these slugs. And I'm going to tell you right now, like as a person that loves unsettling shit, like this is just disturbing just watching all these fucking slugs. It's just grossing me out at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes get to get up. He goes to get up out of the bed and he puts his foot down on the floor. They're both butt naked at this point. And like instantly like his foot hurts and he brings it back up and he's got all these slugs on his foot and like his foot is like fucked up. Like it's it's like twisted and cut up and gross and you're like how the fuck did that happen so fast? But who cares? Cuz it's awesome to look at. They're killer slugs, bro. She freaks out and she tries to make a run for it and she ends up slipping. And what happens to her? Well, she falls into the slugs. Yes. And what happens from there? Now you're getting into details. I don't. Dude, how do you not remember? She is slipping and sliding on the floor, turning back Uh and forth. And these slugs are fucking going to town on her, dude. She is getting destroyed by these slugs. She's getting eaten by the inside out. And she's like on the floor, like covered in blood and all these slugs. And like she's like squirming around like she is in fucking... I really want to know what the outtake for that scene was like. Like a blooper reel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, how did she really feel with all those slugs all over? Uh, God, can you imagine? See, that would be something to tap into right there. The yeah. the blooper was she reel traumatized for like, by by slugs since kill, then? Kill scenes? Is that what you're talking about? Well, just, no, no, just just in general, the the actress. Mm, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, yeah. okay, so. The boyfriend's like, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. He tries to sneak out the window and she's on the floor, like calling for him. And her eye is fuck. like they are getting in her eye. It is. Oh, I loved it, dude. Yeah, they were fucking eating her up. Her eyeball was hanging down. That That's the thing. It's like these fucking corpses, man. They were very fucking grotesque in this movie. That's why I think I was a little like, bit forgiving like, like of faces this. of death level. Oh, did you see that they're rebooting that? Dano still thinks they're all fake. Mm, that's a subject for another time. <laughs> um, if you guys don't know what faces of death is, it's 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 the uh, true the true public version of snuff film. So it's FYI. I think I was a little forgiving of this movie because PSA of, type shit. because of the gore and the violence in the kill scenes. So, um, kids are dead. Cops find out about it. Um, you know, they're over there taking pictures of the bodies and shit. They call fucking, uh, Mike to come out, take a look. He's starting to put shit together, right? Um, okay, I think they're slugs. He's talking to his homie Don. They're like, okay, you saw some shit in the sewers. I've seen some slugs. We got a, do- a scientist looking at them. They start looking at like the pipes and shit around the city, and they're trying to think of like where they would be underground. 
Uh, yeah, because um, uh, based off of the consensus of the uh, the science teacher is that uh, these creatures need uh, something dark and something moist to uh, nest in. And so they're, uh, and then uh, Don's expertise, uh, he says, well, sewer would be the best place for that. Yeah. Now, we, we missed a, a, a key component of this whole story, which was uh, Maureen. Maureen. Right. So they're showing okay. these things of her at home, drinking, you know, making dinner for her husband or whatever. She brought home some lettuce. She was going to make a salad. What we missed was the slug getting out of into the lettuce. Right. You're right. She didn't a, realize a, a that. Big, big point uh, that that uh, that part before the teenagers, um, when Maureen and her husband, when her husband came home, uh before they started getting it on and stuff like that, you know, um, uh, she she was making a salad and right. we did see a slug get into the salad and she chopped it up and put it into the salad. She basically fed her husband a slug. Yeah. Which comes into to, to play right now, which is the cut to him at this business dinner. He's not feeling good. Um, you know, oh, and this is the big one, drinking, too, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're selling some shit to his client, toasting. He takes a sip of the wine or whatever, and as he does, blood starts coming out of his nose and into the drink. And it's like just like it's white wine turning into like fucking syrupy punch, dude. Because uh, he, he's, he's been non feeling well since since the salad. Um, and that, like you, like you said, started getting more emphasized, uh, when he made this meeting. Um, he had to go to the bathroom real quick and check things out and stuff. But uh, he started bleeding from his nose and he's like, what the fuck's going on? And he wipes it off, kind of sets it aside for a little bit and then goes back to the dinner table. And he's like super ecstatic. Like, yeah, we're going to do this, right? We're going to do this uh, business proposal type thing. Um, and then uh, I'd like to propose to a toast. They all seem happy. And then he uh, just starts working. To the beginning of all the great things yet to come. And it's like pouring. Like somebody turned the faucet on. It's just like pouring <laughs> into his glass. It's all like he's freaking out. Everybody starts to freak out. Yeah, it's one of these, like, oh my God. All over him, dude. And like he's wailing around on the floor. He's like, you know, just like, ah, oh, it fucking hurts. It fucking hurts. And what happens, Matt? What is the resolve? To this man's ailment. Well, he just he falls to the ground. And he starts fucking bleeding all over the place. This is one of one of those graphic deaths that we're talking about and shit like that. It gets it's just like a mound of blood beneath this guy. Uh, he's getting eaten from the inside out, and you just see all these like little sluglings just kind of he they explode they explode out of his right eye. That's right. Yeah. They bust yeah. out of there and it's mm -hmm. fucking as gross as it sounds. <laughs> it looks even better. <laughs> and then they zoom in on it and it's just like all oh, these fucking just weren't these blood. Oh, dude, it was so gross. It was awesome. It was fucking awesome. It was okay. It was kind of reminiscent to me of that scene, like, like the movie Poltergeist and shit when the guys like, like, 
peeling off his skin and pulling off his face and shit like that, like for a second in the mirror. Oh yeah, 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 kind of like yeah, that. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was just coming apart, like the guy was just falling apart. It was gruesome. So, so Mike gets called to the restaurant. That's his friend, right? So you know he yeah. goes over there. They call him because he's the health inspector. They are wondering if it's something that he ate in the restaurant. The restaurant's owner is like, fuck that noise. Like, that shit had nothing to do with me. It wasn't my food, whatever. He ain't so, trying to get shut down, man. Yeah. He picks up some of the some of the little blood wormlings, as you call them, mm-hmm. and sends them to the scientists. And they're trying to figure... At this point, Mike's like, you know what? Fuck all this noise. Here's what's happening. There are these fucking killer slugs in the pipes under the city. It's getting into our water. It's getting into our homes. We need to shut this shit down. Goes to the mayor. The mayor's like, fuck that noise. Like, I'm about to do this business deal. And, like, there's no way. So, um, also, I- also in the, uh, in, in the, the eye of like Jaws and shit like that, it kind of fell, fell into those same patterns, kind of, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. God, killer slice. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah true. Yeah. So he's getting shot down. Nobody wants to help him. Nobody wants to believe him. So um, he decides to take matters into his own hand and he calls up his homie Don and he's like, look, dude, he's like, here's what's happening. I need your help. The scientist tells Mike, really, the only way to kill these things is to fucking burn them. Right. Essentially, like Uh, he created a concoction. Uh, I, I, yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. And so when it's mixed uh, with it's moisture, it's an alkaline, it's an alkaline thing. Like the, something you would get in a battery. Like, a, like if, if I were to describe it more like an early idea of like EMP kind of, kind of, kind of thing and shit like, but it, it's a, an electrical charge that reacts to moist things. Oh man. You and got sets it. Them on For as fire. drunk as you are. Good job, man. <laughs> Thanks, bud. I did pay attention. I did. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So okay, he's got the concoction. He's asking the scientist to make, uh, you know, more enough of it so like he can take out this fucking this the uh, slug's nest, if you will, that's down in the pipes somewhere. They believe it to be. Got to cut off the head. He's like, look, I got to go in the sewers and kill these motherfuckers. And who knows the sewers better than my old friend Don. So Don the sanitation guy. Don, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can laugh at that because I'm a janitor. Right? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but we don't handle sanitation to the rescue. <laughs> See people? See your janitors. <laughs> they are the eyes and ears of this facility, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. If you didn't pick up on that line, that was from the Breakfast Club. Remember that. Uh, the that's right. Knew that's all. right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So um, he goes and he recruits his friend, you know, and his friend starts telling his wife, like, I got to go handle some business. Um, it's all dramatic. Mike comes back. He's to like, his I want to fuck. He's all like, oh, we'll that's right. that when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. So Mike gets back to his house. He is there to tell his wife to get the fuck out. And. There's slugs in their in their house too, so he's like, "You definitely got to get the fuck out." He's like, "We're gonna go handle this shit." Um, so it's we 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 did forget. I'm not sure if this part passed or not, but we did forget to mention. I think Mike associated it too because uh, uh, what happened to his wife? Now did that happen already or was that associated? Later? What do you mean? 
uh, he had an emergency call from his wife, and he got home. And what did she? Oh, I, I think that's I think that's what this uh, part was okay. where he ran home. All right. Yeah. Okay. And he's telling her like, "Hey, here's what's happening. You need to get out." Well, she she called him about something though. She's like, "You need to see this or something like that." And he he got home, and she's freaking out. Yeah, and he's and he sees that there's slugs in the house, so he's telling her they're, they're falling straight out of the sink. You need to get out. Yeah, because he's like, "We figured it out. We know what's happening. Don and I are gonna go take care of it. So you need to leave for now." So he's getting her out of the house. And then we cut to the woods where all the kids are having a party. Most boring fucking party I've ever seen. Yeah, dude, plan. Uh, that, okay, that one one dude sitting there trying to get laid. I I, I want to say that the girl wasn't having it. He's like, ah, oh, fuck you then. And he just walks away from her. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, like, they cut and to And then this. you see a bunch of, like, hey, here you go. You want to get ethical people. Bunch of white people dancing around and shit. Like Dude, it was the most white dancing I've ever seen in my whole life. Good God. It reminded me of that that sketch from Chappelle <laughs> show where he went around with John Legend and they were playing different music to see how people would dance and they ended up in the restaurant and the white people were just kind of like air guitaring and like moving around all weird. That's what this party reminded me of. It ain't no Jenna. Oh, God damn it. What, what's her name? The one that plays Wednesday Adams? Jenna Ortega? Yeah, it ain't no Jenna Ortega dancing we're talking about. We're talking about like real white people dancing. <laughs> but so they're showing this thing, right, where this guy's trying to hook up with this girl. She's not giving it up, you know, and he's getting all pissed off at her. And some dude's watching this whole thing go down. And so the dude, you know, the the, the guy who's trying to get some, it's like, ah, you know what, forget you, whatever. I'm going to go do my own thing. So he leaves her in the woods. He and goes back to his friends and he's like, Yeah, fuck that bitch. Yeah. That, guy, that one guy goes like, You're a dick. That is almost and he goes to a tender and shit, you know. That is almost verbatim how that scene goes down. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude that was creeping on him decides to like run up on her and he's wearing some mask, like he tried to scare her, but she knows who no, it is. No, that was a different guy. Yeah, I, this is the guy that, was, that tries to okay. rape her. He's wearing like yeah. a skull mask. Like, uh, okay, this was like totally off context. I, I had to say, totally off context. But there, there's some creepy dude that's like watching everybody from afar in the woods. And he puts on a mask and proceeds to try to rape this chick that just fucking like totally like fucking was like, ah, you know, like I ain't having it type shit and stuff. And the reason it's like, the, the reason it's there is because she ends up running away from him, right? She breaks away from him so she doesn't get raped. And then mm. she ends up falling in this like sewer hatch, which is um, connected yes. to the same sewer yes. system where Don and Mike are about to like fucking light that shit up. And one of Don's concerns is like, hey, we're going to take this thing down there that's going to like light fires and there's all this methane gas down there. And he's like, that can't be good. Right. And Mike's like, ah, don't worry about it. It'll be fine. We're cool. But then like the sewer guy, the expert is not chiming in. By telling him, no, it's not cool. But yeah, you know, he, he knows the sewers. He knows that like an overwhelming amount of like methane and shit like that. Yeah. And between that and the, the electrical charge and shit they're about to cause and stuff like that is going to cause a bigger problem than they really thought. Right. They, right. 
Yeah, I will give this movie this much credit and stuff. As far as like the uh, the the scientific element goes and stuff like that, it seemed like they did the research. So I want to say that somebody within the production had something to do with, um, they 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 had knowledge of of such things and stuff. Right, uh, which which, which I'll, I'll be honest, kind of impressed me, like for for a low budget film and stuff. Okay, I'll give it but to there, you. If nothing else, I'll give it to you. Now, Mike and Don are roaming around the sewers. They're looking for like the the hive or the nest or whatever you call a grouping of slugs, and they're carrying around this big trash bag full of what? Okay, I'm. I'm drawing a blank here. It's a big trash bag. It's a big black trash bag full of meat, just raw meat cut up because they were going to use it as like chum or bait. Oh, you got me. I must have dozed off a little bit because I know when I was watching it, I did doze off a little bit. I was like, what did I miss? I was like, I don't think I missed much. <laughs> All right. You weren't wrong. You weren't wrong. <laughs> So they, they, you know, they're getting down there, they get in and they find the fucking hive. It's like this pit um, of just nothing but fucking slugs. And so um, they're like, all right, this is the spot. This is where we're going to do it. Um, They go to, let's see, they go to like get across this like big like pond, I guess. I wouldn't even call it a pond. It's just like this like thing of water where all the slugs are in and Don's trying to get across and he ends up slipping and falling inside and they, the, all the slugs just fucking latch onto him and they're starting to pull him down. Mike's, this is, on the this pipe. is after, right? Okay. Hold on. There, there was a situation where they, 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 this is the science teacher came into place, right? He had asked him, what he's, is he doing yeah. that, that night and stuff at the, around this time? He's with them, yeah. Like, There's oh. the three of them. These, these um, two in the and sewer. they're like, he's well, at exactly this time, we need you to drop the substance, uh, your concoction, into the sewer uh, at this moment from this manhole, right? So he's like somewhere else in the city, but like central, I guess, the central area of the town. Right. Or something, waiting for their call, waiting for them to make the call to drop the substance into the, right. the manhole. And so while he's opening the manhole, uh, Don fell into the, the big pool of slugs. So Mike's trying to get him out, but like, it's no go, man. He's trying to get him, but those slugs got a hold of him. And they end up pulling him down. And we see the same thing happen that we saw in the beginning, which was this like volcanic eruption of blood coming from this pool of water. Indicating that fucking Don got got by the slugs, man. They and now he's gonna have him get that last lay from his <laughs> wife like he wanted to. But it's cool because the body. And he ain't no Donnie Wahlberg because you know if it was Donnie Wahlberg, not just Don, but Donnie Wahlberg would have survived that shit. <laughs> just saying. I'm sure Donnie Wahlberg wasn't even conceived at this point. He probably was actually. 88, so yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I, well, he's the older Wal- Wahlberg. So yeah. Can I tell you a little tidbit? I, I just want to say this. Like, like I always thought it was funny. Like, you know, Donnie being the older brother and Mark being Mark and Mark, who, who we know as Mark Wahlberg, um, being the the great American guy, like, you know, the, the the very strong guy and stuff like that. Cool cool guy all around. You know, good actor and stuff, like, well-built and stuff like that. I always thought, I wonder if he became that way because Donnie always fucked with him growing up. mm I feel like Donnie was the older brother that fucked and fucking 
pissed him off to the point where he's like, I gotta lift weights. I gotta, I gotta fucking kick this guy's ass. That's Sorry, it, it's goes. just a little theory of mine. <laughs> but yes, uh, Don, Don dies at this moment. Don's body oh. resurfaces. It's all swollen and there's like mm. blood and like holes in his face and all the fucking slugs are on him. <clears throat> Again, uh, you know, a, a cool kill scene, I guess. And yeah. You know, see him die but like he resurfaces and fucking slugs pull him back down um so mike gets out of the sewer this is where they drop the fucking the alkaline or whatever you said and yeah like, the concoction that the and what happens sign. and what happens when they do that oh well everything's catching on fire the whole fucking sewer system blows up just like john said it would and it's blowing up houses and buildings and like they fucking wreck. Fucking manhole covers and blowing out all over the city and <laughs> shit like that. And fucking Ninja Turtles would be fucked at this point. Dude, right? They demolished this city, which is hilarious to me because like you were supposed to be saving the city, not fucking destroying it. But like they were relatively. Wasn't that even brought up too? Like he even asked, well, how bad a damage are we looking at? And the, the science teacher pretty bad you know type shit yeah you know I mean? and even Don was like dude you're gonna drop uh, uh, a bomb essentially in this tunnel full of fucking methane gas it's not gonna be good and he's like ah it'll be alright and sure enough he blows up half the fucking town dude and that's, that's okay, it the slugs are gone and that's the it the slugs are gone well that's it right so they're you know the fire department shows up they're putting out some fires everything's all good oh uh, man the, the most sluggish emergency services I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and shit. I see what Everyone's... you did there. I see what you did there. Slugs? <laughs> I, I actually didn't mean that. <laughs> I didn't even mean that. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> Fucking me with the tropes. And shit. <laughs> the I mean, not tropes. Uh, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? Pun. pun. Yeah, yeah. That was totally a pun. Oh, wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Emergency services. The response is for shit. Like, they get there, you know, fucking fucking lights and shit like that fucking sirens all over the place but they're walking out they yeah. ain't running they're just like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. another thing to deal with <laughs> you know like i mean if the city must blow up all the time for them to be like yeah it's cool just another mm -hmm. fucking thursday or whatever ah fuck it we're not getting paid <laughs> enough for this movie so so kim shows up like she's fucking like a like they rescued her from being kidnapped or some shit. She got blanking around there. She's like, oh my God, oh my God, you're alive. And he's like, oh my God, baby, let's get out of here. Let's go. And I'm like, dude, like your typical hero ending, whatever, whatever. So they just get in the car and they fucking drive away. And then they pan over to like this, like grill, like that, the sewer gr grate. And there's one uh, slug yeah, left it, on it's it. It's like a drain. It's just yeah. like some weather drain. And there's one uh, slug left on it. And then. Oh, man. And you had to end it on that, right? You're, you're like, ugh. You know what? But there was one left. It's like that whole thing where, you know, you think the killer's dead and he's not dead. You know, open for leave it open for a sequel. Um, and then it's over. You're making a good horror movie. You always want to leave it open for a potential sequel, even though you think your your movie might suck. Who knows? It might become a cult classic. You there left you it go. open. You can do whatever the fuck you want with it at some, the end. Some, you know, two drunk assholes down the line might review this movie one day. So you never and know. Then, and it sparked the thought in somebody's head, like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I need to make the sequel." You never know.
But now we're going to do it with CGI, so it's going to look a whole lot better. <laughs> and that's slugs, man. Slugs. And then ended right there. Um, happily ever after, question mark. But like you said, there was that slug at the end. And, uh, left it open for a potential sequel. And then boom, yeah, yeah. All right, credits. That's it. There you go. That was Over. slugs. The, the great non-American movie? Uh. Faux, I would call it faux American because it was faux American dubbed in English. It's supposed to take place in America, which it kind of partially does. So I'll, I'll call it faux, faux American. There we go. There and go. there you have it. <laughs> and honestly, you know what, Paul? Good pick. Like, it, if it, nothing else, it, it was, wasn't it the was worst. a very different kind of. No, no. This was a very different kind of horror film that we covered. And I, I, I like it just for that. Like, it was. Uh, you know, it, it it could be construed as a creature feature or a monster feature of its own right, but it's nothing uh that it, it, it is something that we would expect out of the genre. Mm-hmm. And uh, give credit where credit is due. That's that's why I, li- I like to follow with those, and and that's kind of where where we're at right now. Um, it's it's hard to take it. it it's hard to take it seriously and shit when you see a dead body and they're like oh my god it's so gross like, oh, fuck and you just see these slimy word things just like mm. you know what i mean like it's not true yeah but uh it works it worked and the gore factor was excellent yeah uh totally was the plot excellent? No, but we're not here for the plots, right, ladies and gentlemen? We're not here. This isn't fucking... It was never meant to be an Oscar. We already know that. Otherwise, if you were meant to be an Oscar, you would not be on this fucking podcast. <laughs> so, yeah. Good, kudos to you, man. Uh, good, good job. Good job finding this another good movie and shit like that. Uh, we do have one in line. As you were talking about, it hasn't been untouched. Um, we will we, we will still keep it in mind, and uh, we'll continue on further. We'll we're sorry going. about yeah. the hiatus, and uh, we are trying to stay as consistent as possible, but we are human beings, and there are things that sometimes get in the way. So sorry to leave you guys hanging for about a week. Uh, we will try to get back on track the way we normally do, and... Um, there you have it. There you the, go. The latest episode of, of MCH, Mutant City Horror. Find us on Instagram at Mutant City Horror, uh, YouTube at Mutant City Horror. Email the show, mutantcityhorror at gmail.com. And Spotify, obviously, because that's where you're listening to this. That I so. also forgot to mention this whole fucking time, too, that we have a Twitter. I'm so sorry to oh. say this to you guys. I, I did set up a Twitter for us. It is actually not called Mutant City Horror. It is called. Let me get back to you on that. Matt's Twitter. <laughs> no, no. And, and there's a funny story about that. Uh, my dumbass. What I forgot was that uh, Twitter is an 18 up kind of um, thing. So that when I tried to make a Twitter for our Mutant City Horror. I, I had it all online. We were the, the only ones with that domain, and it was good to go. And then I put, like, our birth date, which I put as our actual start date <laughs> for me and City Horror. Good so job, I thought Matt. we were, like, 
less than one year old, and they're like, no, 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 you can't have that. Boom. Good job. So it's it's somewhere on there on Twitter. <laughs> I'll give it to you next time. <laughs> all right, man. So we're almost on all platforms, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for listening. We love you, of course. Have fun, everybody. We'll see you on the next one. Absolutely. Later. <laughs>